Hello and welcome to another edition of the Machinery Safety Matters podcast with your host Barry Shepherd. Hello, today I want to talk to you about the different types of standards that you need to be aware of. For the design of machinery, not only are there many different titles of standards, but there are also different standard types. Let's look at what they are. The harmonised standards are broken down into different types to cater for you at different stages of your application. So depending on where you are, you depend on which standard you might need to use. Apart from a name and number, which might seem obvious to most people, they have an extra classification or type as they are known. These types are identified as A, B and C. If you want to know how to find out which type of standard you are reading, then you need to look in the front section of the standards and within the introduction, there in the text, it will state which type the standard that you are reading. It will state, this international standard is a type A, B or C standard, and it should be that clear. Another way to know what type of standard you have is to check the official journal of the European Union. This is a list of the 787 current standards that are harmonised to the Machinery Directive and along with the number and title of the standard there will be a column at the end with a letter to indicate that type. Now that we know how to determine which type of standard we have or are looking for, then the first standard you should read is a general standard that applies to all machinery and is referred to as an A-type standard. In here you will find information that is of a high and broad level relating to design principles, basic concepts and terminology. The Type A standards are a great place to start and will give you the whole framework for what you need but they won't get you all the way to where you want to or even need to be to ensure conformity to the relevant directives or regulations. These standards cover risk assessment of machinery. There is currently only one A-type standard for the harmonised list. This is the EN ISO 12100 Safety of Machinery, General Principles for Design, Risk Assessment and Risk Reduction, also known as 12100. Other equivalents would have the ANSI and the B11.0 slash ISO 12100 and OSHA for the United States. Be sure to check your regional equivalents. The application of this standard is applied when the machine has no machine guards or protective devices in place. The guidance in this standard will steer you through a process to address the most common hazards on a machine. I would suggest you look at clause 4 of 12100 and use this as your strategy and roadmap when you are looking to design a machine. It's a great framework and asks the most important key questions you need to at least consider. It's a step-by-step process of what you need to do. Clause 5 gives you further guidance on how to apply the framework and further breaks down what you need to consider from user specifications, applicable regulations, ergonomics, use limits, probability of occurrence of harm, estimating the risk, and all the way up to evaluating those risks. 
Clause 6 deals with risk reduction from making it inherently safe to safeguarding and protective measures to information for use. It gives the guiding principles on how to apply your chosen control measures and describes the key characteristics of what they look like. It talks about what information you must draft from training, advising on PPE and ways in which it might be used not intended by the manufacturer. This is really important to understand if you are making or buying machinery. It advises what signs and warnings that might be necessary, the contents of the instructions for operation, for maintenance, advice on adding illustrations, colours and even the language that you must write it. Clause 7 details the documentation of the risk assessment and risk reduction. This goes into the assumptions, it goes into hazards, the basis of the information, the protective measures, the residual risks and any forms that need to be completed as part of that risk assessment. Then there's the annexes that help you understand the previous clauses of the standards. In there you'll get lots of diagrams and tables and examples. Then at the end there's a list of just under 50 references to the other B-type standards that it mentions earlier in the document. There really is a lot of information here and far too much to put into one podcast, but it really is the best place to start. When you've gone through the Type A standard, you will know which B-type standard to look for. This is because it was listed in the references section. When you've decided which of the many B-type standards to use, of which at the time of recording, there were 105 current and in date to choose from and apply. These standards go into much more detail than the Type A and will give you specific numbers relating to the limits of the machinery and methods and formulas on how to calculate the specific values that will help you with your design. The B-type standards have been written to help with the outcome of that risk assessment process that you carried out as part of the Type A standard, the 12100, and it will give you further guidance on reducing those risks. The B-type standards are split into two types of documents and they are known as B1 and B2. The B1 standards help the designer understand certain limits from the machinery in terms of distance, heights, widths, reach distances, safety distances, noise and hot and cold parts that could come into contact with people when in use. They are intended to apply to a wide range of machines and help the manufacturers and designers to meet safety and compliance requirements. If you use these in the correct way, you will not only have a safe design, but you will also be able to presume conformity to the appropriate directive or regulations. So for example, if we know the reach distance to a hazard, we can look in ISO 13857 to get the minimum distance and height that we must place a physical guard to prevent reach over access. If we identified a potential crushing injury and wanted to check the minimum dimensions, we would look in ISO 13854, minimum gaps to avoid crushing parts of the human body. The second type of B-type standards are known as B2 types and these are aimed at specific devices and how they are to be configured. 
For example, if you wanted to know the correct dimensions of the push buttons on a two-hand control device, you would factor this in ISO 13851 for two-hand control devices. For guard switches, if you wanted to know how to mount, how to configure, install, how to prevent tampering, then this information will be found in ISO 14119, interlocking devices associated with guards. You'll spend most of your time in the 105 B-type series of standards, as this is where most of the information that you will need is kept. You will be required to use more than one of the B-type standards before you will be able to design a safe and compliant machine. The next standard is the C-type. These are machine-specific standards and will focus primarily on a particular type or category of machine. They will tell the designers what the specific limits that must be adhered to ensure compliance, and it will go into further details, such as the types of hazards that is specific to that particular type of machine. The types of machinery that you will find deeper guidance on are, for example, conveyors, robots, wrapping machines, lifting tables, cranes, even door mixers have their own standard. It wouldn't be practicable to list them all, as this is the largest part of the official journal list with 681 machine-specific standards. Some form parts of the same type of machine and will have many parts to cover different areas of the same machine. The C-types have four main objectives. To give the designers, manufacturers, clear boundaries and limits to work to. To inform of the designers, manufacturers, the most serious hazards. How to apply the most effective protective measures to reduce the risks down to an acceptable level and how to check that the protective measures have been applied correctly. These standards go into much deeper detail on how to design a safe machine. There will be more formulas, there will be charts, tables and specific diagrams that relate to the type of machinery you are dealing with than what an A-type or a B-type could not manage to explain without it becoming a very large and arduous document. In these C-types you will find lots of references to other B-type standards that you will be checking and cross-referencing, which is why I mentioned that you will be spending most of your time in the B-types. Sometimes you will get a repeat or exact copy of what was written in the B-types. Although the official journal has more C-types, you will usually only apply one of them for your machine. These standards will reference the appropriate A and B types, but it's important that you follow the risk assessment process and the guidance in conjunction with the C-type. There may be times that when you read a B-type standard along with a C-type that it gives two different pieces of advice. If this ever happens, then you should use the guidance in the C-type of the B-type. There is no need to ever guess how to design machines. There is information out there that can be read and understood and help you with the application for the right solution and with the right kind of support you will be able to apply the correct guidance. There is no need to reinvent the wheel, it is simply a case of following a well-defined process. No matter what your machine does or what the process is, if you follow a system, you will get an application that is safe and also compliant. Although the standards are voluntary in their application, 
If you follow them, it will make life an awful lot easier. If you only remember one thing from this podcast, it should be to start with ISO 12100 and follow clause number four. See that as a stepping stone to a greater journey in machinery safety and compliance. Have a look at the show notes. There's a link to all the standards you'll ever need to purchase. Here's a brief summary of the previous points. In this episode, I discussed about the different types of standards. I gave you a brief outline of what is in the A-type standard for risk assessing, and I covered the structure and the clauses and what to expect in there to help you know which clause to look for. I give you a brief outline of what is in the B-type standard and what to expect to see in it and how it applies to your design. I give you a brief outline of the C-type standards and what to expect to get from it and their main objectives. I hope you got some value from this podcast and I have covered an awful lot. It might be worth re-listening as it forms one of the fundamental principles for machinery design and a direct link to purchase any machinery standard you ever need to use. I suggest starting with ISO 12100. Thanks for listening to me. And if you know of anyone who would benefit from what I have just discussed, then please do share it. Also, if you have anything you would like to hear me discuss in an upcoming podcast, drop me a line in the usual social media channels. Also check the show notes for important resources and links. If you liked it, then please hit that subscribe button. This helps make the show grow to reach more and get more people talking about machinery safety. So when machinery safety matters, remember the Machinery Safety Matters podcast. Until next time, bye for now.